The Matrix Minute, a podcast where we discuss the first film one minute at a time. Because the Matrix is a beautiful thing. I'm Phil, and the Matrix was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry of the Library of Congress. Took mine again. What? That was really? my next one. Oh. Okay. Uh, but when, Philip, when? When was it? 2005? Nope, 2012. Oh, whoops. And hmm. listen to this, I can tell you more things about it. So Go. the U.S. Library of Congress... Hi, guys. Uh, the National Film Registry, it selects 25 films each year, showcasing the range and diversity of American film heritage to increase awareness for its preservation. So 25 films a year are selected in the Matrix of 2012. Well done. Magical. I'm glad. Quite magical. Yes. It means so Tim. much to me. Oh, hi, Tim. And Matrix was released in 1999. Oh! No. That's a good one. Very heavy good. hitters. The heavy hitter. The um, big ones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the big trivias. All right, well. This is Minute 24. Welcome to Minute 24. In this minute, Neo decides to take the highway, but he's persuaded to stay in the car with Trinity, Switch, and Apoc. Trinity lifts up a gigantic anti-bugging device and proceeds to take out the bug in Neo's stomach. That is Minute 24. Thank you very much for that description. You're welcome. Yes, Philip. Thank you. So yeah, Minute 24 is, um, it's sort of split into half and half. One half is talking. One half is exploring an uh, interesting idea. And the second half goes straight to the unexpected Bug debugging situation. <laughs> well, let's get the first thing out of the way. The first thing happens is Neo decides to leave and quits. Because he's a wimpy quitter. No. Well, the question is, no. she goes, fine. No, I'm leaving. wait a second. <gasps> though, wait a second. I think he's being reasonable. Yeah, because Neo is scared. He doesn't. He wasn't expecting well, a gun to be pointed at him, <laughs> and he wasn't expecting this to be a sort of, you know, uncertain uh, he was situation. Yeah, he was expecting friendly people yeah. going, "Hey, Neo, like, hey, you want a cigarette gang. and stuff like that?" But yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Well, we're cool, you know." Got you some were talking Rob Zombie. Some great stuff. Great at the Rob Zombie place. And now you're pulling gun on me. Yeah. you know that's what the agents did as well. Yeah, you bad? are like them. Exactly. You are sucky. <laughs> and so Neo goes, they give him a choice, right? Like, doesn't just say it's either our way or the highway, so she said the last minute. Mm-hmm. And so now he's, he's uh, faced with a choice again. Yeah, they, she's like, please, Neo, you have to trust me. Now, now what she says is, uh, you've been down there, Neo. Well, he opens the you door. He opens road. the door and he looks at the, at the road in front of him. I'm going to have to, I have a bunch of questions. Okay, he looks at the road. I have 20 questions. And she goes, Neo, continue. Because you've been down there, Neo. You know that road. You know exactly where it ends. And I know that's not where you want to be. So let's talk about this. What is with the crypticisms? Why is it crypticism? Okay, is it cryptic? Because I always thought... No. Okay, tell us what you always thought. And we'll tell you what we always thought. Okay. <laughs> Strange language you have there. <laughs> I do not speak chukka chukka Well, it's like this. she doesn't... <laughs> she, she just like, what is it? Like, is it... I always thought it was a literal road she's pointing at, or he's looking at. A literal no. road down some yes. actual place when I was a kid, you know, that we never get to see. And I never knew what it was, because the way the camera was looking at it, you know, you spend a whole cut, <laughs> and, the, you know, you're looking at this empty road that Neo's looking at. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but then again, of course, it is metaphorical. Yes, it is. Um, where she's like, you've been down that road. The road of just wandering emptiness yes. and darkness. Yeah, I mean, I don't know my literary forms, and I, I don't know if if this counts as a classic metaphor, but because 
we are literally seeing the literal and the metaphorical because yeah. um, this could be a street he walks down to his work and she's also being metaphorical, you know, like whatever your life is, you've experienced that over and over again. This mm. is something new. Mm -hmm. Make your choice. You know, this is what she's saying. Exactly. And so, yeah, like I said, it represents both our real road, but also his previous life. I always thought that's where the office of the agents were. Spent in mundanities <laughs> and not finding But to be honest, purpose. I think Neo made his decision not about thinking at all about the... Because I don't think Neo is the philosophical type. I don't think he thinks anything that Morpheus tells him. He's a pretty literal kind of guy. And if Trinity says, Neo, please stay. He's like, you know what, Trinity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right, actually. I, I, he does. He never strikes... He never talks about anything. Even when things go south he's never thinking philosophically in this movie at least he's a he's a man of action he's like you know what yeah i decide i'm gonna do this and i do this you know he's what a, I mean? he's a man I who these. deals with his choices that he's confronted with immediately he yes. doesn't really go like hmm, how does this relate to that and does this make sense i'll have to think about this no. about your metaphor you're just like, like me uh one or two uh, one <laughs> one <laughs> It's for the he audience. Never answers in a metaphor. He didn't go like this. Mm, true, but but what if the familiar road is Dude, the most we'll find, safest this is so true, road? Trinity. He never says anything like later when like, we okay. when we go with them to the Oracle. He'll be talking about literal noodles. I mean, yes. you know. So I don't know. By the way, switches. He's, he's, he's an average Joe. Switches uh, gun is a Browning high power. Oh, thank you. There you go. Browning high power. Yep. Nine millimeter uh, caliber. Do they all come in silver? Or are there black ones or no? Jacob, I'm not a gunsman. Okay, well, I used to be a long time ago. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. You have like I'm a whole little boy. Book. Yeah, when you were a little boy, you actually you brought a little toy BB gun and a holster, and you had that holster under your leather jacket <laughs> when you went to our cousin's wedding. <laughs> no, I, that's that's good. You brought your holster with you. Holster, but no gun. Yes, At least you didn't bring, bring the gun. holster with you with the leather jacket. No, seriously. Oh, yeah. Yes. No way. Yes. Yes. The holster, like yeah. The yes. Leather hol holster that sound like the. That's right. Yep. On the side. You were a gun nut. I was, yeah. Yeah. I even I, got... I can beat you that with a story, with a gun story, though. Okay. Did we, did we say about the pod? We um, did. We no, did. it was the other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the time when uh, I brought the gun to the airport? Oh, yes. Do you yes, want to yes, mention yes, that yes. story? Well, yeah, I, just I, tell... I just wanted to say that this is an excerpt. No, it's not really. But it's like, it's a story that was previously told on another podcast that we do called Phil and Jake in Conversation. And you should go and check it out. Phil and Jake. What is it? Not podcast.phildragish.com. That's the one. You know what? Um, if we ever get my brother on this podcast, I'm gonna let him tell that story because okay. he's part of that as well. That's we good. will, we will. The man anyway, who introduced I was so us to into the Matrix. guns though when I was a little boy. I remember for Christmas or during Christmas time, I actually asked if I could get a gun encyclopedia book. Like that's how much I was. I was like, "Ooh, what's this? Different kinds of yeah, guns. different kinds of guns." Okay, so short ones, long uh, ones. What else can we say? Uh, um, yeah, this is basically so just Neo chooses choice. to stay again. Yeah, Neo goes with they, one. They didn't force him. They're just asking him to go with them. It's not like the machines that don't give him any choice. Or the Matrix itself doesn't give you a choice. Right. This is Neo gets to choose, and he chooses to stay in the car. And then the anti-bug machine appears. APOC lights! And then... Yeah, I always forget about this. Every time I watch the movie, I always forget they're going to do this bug. And the music sounds like... Dur -dur 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 -dur, like... Tim, what'd you say? Galloping horses? And yeah, so um, these machines never really show up in the sequels. Um, <laughs> and then she finally tells Neo what's going on. She says, we think you're bugged. 
So at least well, we are is, co- in confirmation that uh, that the bug was real. real and it wasn't a dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and so this, also, what is this, this also confirms that they tucked him into bed. <laughs> yes, that Agent Brown tucked him yes. into bed. But I just want to say, like, what is this anti-bug machine? It, like, it's it runs on regular voltage, so you can actually put it into yeah. the car. Yeah, but where do they smoke. get this, and how does Tank actually make these things show up in the Matrix? The construct. Yeah, but how can you bring... You have to take, like, different parts, <gasps> and you have to build it into con- build it into construct. You have to build it in the construct, right? Yes. Yes. Or, or you maybe can build that's why it's looking so crappy. It's like they just build it in code, and, like, we, we don't really know how this is going to look. We never get to see uh, these crazy in the devices matrix. in the next movies, of course. There's nothing no. like that anymore. It's pretty strange. Well, I mean, they've been debugging people for a long time. Maybe this is something they, they you know, got on a media disc from Zion. Oh, but here's the when question. You go maybe the bugs are new. People, what? Maybe the bugs are new. Maybe before they didn't use bugs. Maybe before they used, well, that's, like, that's, I don't know. Oh, that is true. We maybe never had anyone bug. Yeah, maybe, maybe before it was, like, I don't know. Like you're blinded. We have to de-blind you. <laughs> late night trying Looking to, to these goggles. this damn thing. Oh, As we put oh. tape on your Face. I can I can see again. I can see. Did you guys know that back in the day, uh, I think this you know they plug in the power into the little cigarette thing, which also yeah. in cars works as a power thing. But back in the day, before mm, cell phones, when this came out, my dad didn't have a cell phone, so I never saw anyone use a little cigarette thing for power. Oh yeah. So I didn't know I didn't know it was an actual power outlet. No way. Really you can use. I thought it was, but I knew what it was. You know, it was a cigarette thing, and it, when you press it in, it generates the heat. I thought that somehow this generating heat, and they're using that. <laughs> I, did, I didn't understand when I watched The Matrix for the first time that it was actual right. power. You were like, in the what car. is this cigarette heater? I was, thinking, I was actually thinking about that, like just sitting there, like, how does it, like a machine? But you know, that, that cigarette heater, heat and that then, was really dangerous if you think about it. That just goes to so hot. The spiral in there, <laughs> and then imagine if yeah. that falls on the carpet or something. That's burn. Yeah. Like I think a there's a bunch of movies that have that kind of thing yeah. happen. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Let's go back yeah, to the bug machine. Like, um, yeah. That thing. So she's holding it like with a like a handle. I don't know, man. My my opinion on this bug machine is it's just again we're back to the question of like why did they pick this aesthetic? And here I think they're just doing some wacky, weird like um, steampunk stuff. I don't know. Steampunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I it'd be, it'd be running on Steam. Like, I think, I think uh, it's. I think. I think you're. You're. You're more in uh, cyberpunk. Not there you go. Punk. Cyberpunk. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, the steam machine. <laughs> <laughs> Pour in the hot water. The hot water needs to be poured on Leo. <laughs> Come on, APOC. No, no. They they have like a British. Come on, APOC. Start up the machine. Come on, debugger. love. Let's put hey, this but here. You know what's cool though? In the Matrix, you know what exists? You know that self-perpetuating water. Oh, the machine? the weird heating thing. No, the thing that they remember, like the yeah. the thing that, like, if you pour water in, it always pours water back. Where Anthony Zerbi is like, it says what? something to do with. I don't know. I've look it up. I've I look have it up. no idea. I forgot what the term is. It's something you learn. What in, is this? In you mean science the thing class, in, like in water, to demonstrate world? the law that energy is not infinite. In the same okay. in the same way that you know you can't point a light to a calculator and the light will just always feed the uh, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. It's not self uh, self sustaining. Yes. I have to look it up. <laughs> oh, okay, like, yeah, I see what you mean. Anyway, she's using this device and uh, just locking onto Neo's little stomach there. I don't know what else to say about this. Wait. What I'm talking about is a perpetual motion machine, which is a hypothetical machine that can do work indefinitely without an energy source. 
But this kind of machine is impossible as it will violate the first and second law of thermodynamics. Curse those laws! And what I'm thinking of specifically is called the capillary bowl, which is a self-filling <laughs> bowl of bowl peanut of butter water, crunch. Of water. <laughs> capybara bowl. Look, look, look. I spelled that like a... Here, here, I said the I hate those this laws thing, of see? thermodynamics. But Google... But Google... But you can hack it, it in the matrix. Look, I sent you the thing. So see, there's a bowl, and it keeps filling itself yep. with water. That it's wouldn't magical. be able to... That would work in the matrix. It would if you can hack it. I'm saying, like, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. What a great story. What a what a great and useful story. Things that you me. learn on this podcast. <laughs> it's fantastic. Really. Caterpillar bowls. People who can't remember what's Second law of motion. thermodynamics. <laughs> Just, just, just all the turbo stuff. dynamics. <laughs> so fast. Turbo, turbo dynamics. Beautiful. I, I get all my science information from what's that show called? Everything, Mr. Look, Wizard. No, look around you. Everything around you. What was it called? With Peter Serafinowicz. <laughs> what's that called? Matrix is look all around, around you. I look around you. I think. Yes. Oh, that's where I get my information. Look around you. Well, um, do you have anything else to say about this no. like machine? There's something like this is another. This is another aspect that just disappears in the next films. It doesn't really. No one really talks about. I like anymore. the aspect. Why don't they make laser guns? Because yeah, they wouldn't look cool. <laughs> it's very simple yep. to answer these questions. Okay, bullets take care of things. Yes. Well, we could still go to the 1996 script. <laughs> Can you oh yeah, little, we're back. No, yeah. we did we say 1996. Yeah. Did we, did we, was, was it last was episode taste. we talked about 96? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yes. So let's revisit. We continue from the cliffhanger. The cliffhanger was approaching were, yeah. a house in the van. Yeah, so when we left, um, Neo was taking the L train. Apoc approaches him, and the cops chase them in the train a little bit. Apoc pushes him down. He falls off a bridge while the train is moving uh, off the train into a truck that just appears uh, below him into a bunch of boxes, and there's a character called... Uh, Cabby aiming a gun at him, and then Trinity's there, and she's like, "We have to put this tape on your yes, on your eyes, on your eyes and then... for protection." And uh, yeah, so there we go. So then they go to exterior lower whacker. A featureless black van glides up to a staircase that curls down from the city's surface. Trinity guides the blind Neo down the steps. The back of the van slaps open, revealing a young, skinny man who looks to be still in his teens wearing an outfit that is a cross between a surgeon and a telephone repair man. What? <laughs> his name I can't even imagine that. His name is Gizmo and he smiles lewdly Sounds at awesome. Trinity, exposing his teeth that are wired with weird-looking braces. And he go and he's and Gizmo says, "Va va boom. Still the hottest software around." Trinity goes, "Hello Gizmo." Neo hears the voices around him. Is this really the guy? The guy that Morpheus thinks? Yeah. But he's so old. Are you going to help us or aren't you? Trinity says. And Gizmo says, Hacksaw, load up the copper top and let's get the hell out of here. Hacksaw is a huge man in a leather welder's apron. He shoulders Neo and hauls him into the van. A moment later, the green lights of Lower Wacker curve over the third windshield as the van rushes through the underworld. Well, to be continued. <laughs> yeah, it's another cliffhanger. Well, that was weird. That was strange. Imagine is, that, Gizmo. Is Gizmo mouse or is he some random I don't know. character? I'm trying to still imagine. I think he's... Between, they wrote between a surgeon, dressed between a surgeon and a 
Phone repair man. Phone repair. I'm trying to think what it was. Yeah, like. I think it's like surgeon, but for like tech. Mm-hmm. So he's like dressed like a, like a surgeon, but it's not like to operate. But it's like the tech. Like tools. <laughs> like he has like little screwdrivers and. But he's like, I don't know. Hmm. I'm thinking something like from Wolfenstein, like those Nazi. It's like evil. Yeah, uh, scientists. Yeah, they'll get to the chop shop. Covered aprons. Why is that called a chop shop? <laughs> That's where they chop them up. That's where they chop them it's, up. Weird. All right, and on that note, the chop yeah. shop. We have to say goodbye. Let's all go to the chop shop. We'll be back for episode twenty-five with another minute in store. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Hit us up, please. Hope if you, you would like, this. and we will catch you next. Hit time. us up at uh, the Matrix. Ask at the Matrix Minute dot one mm-hmm. is the email, and then you can email. go to the Matrix Minute dot one, obviously, um, and the Matrix Minute on facebook and uh the matrix minute on twitter and finally you can always rate us up on itunes yes please i would love that Billy loves you personally he opens up a champagne bottle every time <laughs> it's a rating every time paul maison uh, the french champagne on his ties what what goodbye goodbye <laughs>